comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to the Jersey Shore Podcast. Welcome to Jersey Shore. I'm Jordan from Jersey, and I'm joined, as usual, by Pierce. Hey, Pierce. Hey, guys. And this week, Pierce wanted to talk about board games, and we're not limiting it to, you know, Monopoly. We've got card games, tabletop gaming, role-playing games, anything, any games that involve a table, but not a computer so much. Yeah, uh, yeah, anything, yeah, you don't sit in front with a controller or whatnot. Boring Um, gaming, is what they Yeah. I I can't. Uh, I mean, Pierce is much more of the board gamer than I am. Oh, yeah. But uh, I, I do enjoy it. Yeah, and, and I should say, when when I now think of board games, I don't even think of, like, Monopoly or whatever. I think of... That's wrong Monopoly. And, oh, my word. So Besides amazing. the fact that it takes forever. Yes, that's the problem. Although, didn't they didn't they come up with, you can hypothetically win, like, 39 seconds in, like, one turn? I will have to look that up. Yeah, they found, like, what is the fastest, like, the way that you can possibly one win. One round or one individual move? Like, one turn, I think it is. I have to look this up. Yeah, that sounds fascinating. Uh, it's like a s- Monopoly speed run. Y- well, uh, yeah, I think it, they said it's like a near impossibility to ever get that. But it, it that's that's digressing. I, I usually think of more complicated board games. Like uh, of late, um, in our group of friends, we've played. Well, I mean, re- on a regular basis, our group of friends plays uh, Munchkin, um, specifically Munchkin Cthulhu, um, because I have a love affair with Lovecraft and. Um, so the majority of games... And I have superhero... I figure what I have, but I have the superhero munchkin. You have a munchkin? I didn't even know. Yeah, I, I got a couple years ago. I don't know if we've ever played it, but I, I don't think have we it. have. Then we'll, uh, we'll and have I've got it. at least one expansion, I think. Okay. The Great Escape one. Oh, but yeah. Okay, I remember that. Story. You told me about the it's, Great Escape. Same yeah, yeah, basic yeah. premise, and, and with munchkin games, you can always combine them. Yeah, exactly. A lot of fun. Uh, kind of like D&D that doesn't take forever, forever and is funny. Yeah, exactly. It's really... it. Steve Jackson games... Um, uh, there's actually a lot of Munchkin hate out there. Um, really? Uh, yeah, surprisingly. Well, just people don't like that the end game is pretty much, oh, you're level 9, let's pile the cards on you. Oh, you're level 9, let's pile what remaining cards we have on you. Oh, you're level 9, you win. Like, you know, so, you know, it kind of teeters out eventually. But, um, you know, it's it's good fun. The other game that um, Arthur Friends plays a lot now is uh, Cards Against. Uh, oh, Cards Against Humanity. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a game for horrible people, as the box says. Oh, as the box clearly states. Um, yeah. It, it, there's even some cards that I have taken out, because I'm like, ah, it's a little, that's a little, that's a little much. But it's not for people that are sensitive in any way, shape, or form. Uh, it's played, Yet, it, for some reason, we played it in a room with your mother the other day. Okay, to be fair, to like, be fair, that what? led to some hilarious situations. Yeah, I, but I'm assuming it also led to you getting yelled at at some point. Oh, actually, surprisingly not. Maybe not yet. It's only been a couple of days. <laughs> She'll remember at some point, and then I will be very happy that I'm not there. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, it was fun, but when I walked in and Pierce is playing Cards Against Humanity with, because I got there a little bit late, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. already playing it, and his mom is in the room, I was like... And my dad, too. Yeah, but that's your dad, you know, yeah. it's... I was like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> it's Can, a funny game. It, it, it's apples to apples. For adults, yeah. With, 
if, really if, offensive. If you to. wish you could always play the Helen Keller card in Apples to Apples, this is pretty much what that is. Um, yeah, this it, this turns every card into the Helen Keller card and makes the Helen Keller card look not at all even specious. Yeah, I know? was about to say. But yeah, it's it's actually hard to get your hands on. I finally got the the base game, and I had actually been trying to get a hold of it since before Christmas, but have been sold out actually on their site since before then. It's a very popular game. But they have a free version on the website, right? Which is like cardsagains.com or something like that. Yeah, you, it's actually what I did was, um, you know, since I work at a UPS store, um, you know, it's easy to get, you know, heavy-duty paper, and they let you, you know, download it and print out, you know, for free and whatnot. Um, so that's what I did, except, you know, the cards don't hold up because they're not, you know, laminated in any way. It's not anything nice. But, so that's what we did for, like, three or four games worth. I think, at least, yeah. But, yeah, now, now I actually have a full set with the expansions and everything, so... Yeah, and we actually played it the other night too. We uh, what uh, Dave actually put down the combination. It was a throwaway card too. It was a when I was tripping on acid, blank became blank, and it was Gandalf became a dog who was also a cop, <laughs> and so we just we just went off on this whole tangent about the entire movie where Gandalf is just this dog with like a little badge and like a hat on, and like instead of like the run you fools, he's barking the whole time, and it's it was fantastic. But that actually sounds pretty hilarious. It was it was wonderful. But, uh, so that's, that's a great game. And then we actually, we, we tried, I don't know how well it went, but Game of Thrones, uh, the board game. I enjoyed it, despite two of our friends doing their best to make it a miserable experience for oh, all of us. Oh, word. From Just the beginning. Not from even, the beginning. Not even, like, I'm, I'm explaining the rules, and they're trying to be miserable trolls. They were trolling. Yeah. Consistently. Yeah. One of them is just that way all the time, and the other can be, but is normally a nice guy. Yeah. It's beside the point. Um, nobody that's been on the show before. Um, one of them will never be on the show, as far as I'm concerned. One, possibly. Uh, yeah, depends on which one. But yeah. 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 Um, I could see Russ being on the show. Exactly, yeah. The other person is never It's never, be. probably never. The, the less times I have to be in a state with that person, it's the happier heavy. I will be exactly. as a human being. Anyway. Let's hope you never listen. So, the, 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 game, the, the Game of Thrones board, board game... Um, it's kind of like Risk, if you thought Risk was really simple. Uh, my problem with Risk <laughs> is it's so luck-based. Like, oh, I have this giant army. Oh, you just keep rolling higher numbers than me. Like, you know, it's so much luck-based that it's... I always found it frustrating to play. Like, even if you figure out the best strategy, you can completely fail at it. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones just completely removes that luck element, which... You have a lot less armies, there's a lot yeah. less combat... I mean, there is a certain luck element with the cards that comes into play. Yeah. But it's still, there's strategy to that luck. There's no strategy exactly. to rolling dice. I mean, I guess there is if you're cheating. But, yeah, yeah um, pretty much. You're playing against the different houses. There's a lot of politicking going there on. There is. You, because you have to worry not about just the other houses, but also against the White Walkers. Because the each, Wildlings, not the White Walkers. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but because everybody's, like, I, I, I played House Greyjoy, yeah. and I was role-playing as House Greyjoy, which yeah, means you I was cheating all the time. It was, I, I eventually noticed it, and I'm like, well, we've been pretty neutral with each other the entire time, so I'm just gonna let this go. Yeah, he still hasn't attacked me at any point, so... Yeah, I would, you know, why, why poke the bear? But, um... <laughs> Yes, so it was it was an experience. Um, our one friend Nick and, and I, and I was upfront with everybody from the beginning that I would be role playing. You did as the Greyjoys. Now, no one except you know what that would know what that means. That Rush should have known, but I think he was too busy being a troll. Yeah, exactly. Um, he was role playing as a troll. Yeah. that particular mm-hmm. night. Yeah, so I was like, I don't feel too bad cheating because it's not normally something I would do in a game. 
But in the case where I'm being very upfront about it and an obtuse way, I feel like I've lawyered the game. In which case... Yeah. The other thing is you were playing really defensively, too. Which, I mean, as far as cheating goes, I think... Well, I was playing very politically. I mean, I was backing that up with, you know, building up my armies with things that shouldn't exist. But exactly. my politics were the main, uh, which is not really a great joy thing. No, Um, oh, definitely not. um, They're more about, hey, let's go drown our followers. Yeah, I was more half Targaryen. (laughs) Half Which actually, I have the uh, I have the print on demand expansion on order, so oh. that should be coming in with uh, House Targaryen. So you don't actually get to play as them. I think you more play against her, uh, but it's something to do with Daenerys. So we'll figure that out uh, when we get it. But I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, and we also I meant just, Lannister, by the way. I said Targaryen, but I meant Lannister. Um, anyway. I, yeah, I didn't pick up on that. But um, the other board game we just actually just recently played was uh, Pandemic. Pandemic was a lot of fun. Yeah, which is actually... Oh, we should say, you started to say about Game of Thrones, you're not sure how well it went over. I really enjoyed it. Did you? And okay. I would play it again, maybe with different people. Well, and, also and certainly now again, we know how, it's, how it goes. Because it took a yeah. little while to be like, okay, what does this do again? There's so many different elements. Yeah, I think the three factors that were working against us was, one, how late it was. I don't think we started till. Yep. And we didn't start explaining the rules to about 11. So that was problem number one. Uh, number two was explaining the rules. And that's my always problem with board games. Like Particularly I, when you have two people being trolls who exactly. are actively getting in the way of explaining I, the rules. And, 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 and I will say, like, two weeks ahead of time, I sent out a text saying, hey, there's a 20-minute video. If we watch this video, it'll be so much easier to explain the rules. Only Jordan watched the video. Yeah. So um, so that took about 40 minutes to explain the rules. And I have a lot of very in-depth board games, and that's always the problem. And thirdly was, yeah, just two people deciding that they wanted to do what they wanted to do. But You know what helped the game? When they died. <laughs> not literally, um, but beer. Because no, I wanted true. to slap the one person whose name I'm not saying sitting next to me <laughs> over and over so many times. And I knew everyone would kind of be like, yeah, George's yeah, justified yeah, in doing yeah, that. Exactly. I held off. But the game became much better once I had about beer, beer and a half, two beers yeah. in me, and no longer wanted to beat him mercilessly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and with good reason. Yeah. So, but right, it was so a fun game. It so was, then we played Pandemic. But then we like played Pandemic, which, which is, I'd say, the complete opposite of Game of Thrones. It shares elements, like the Wildlings. Yes. All right. Well, that's the thing. Uh, pretty much Pandemic. Uh, I, I would say, I would say, I would put it this way, Game of Thrones is more of a combination of Risk and Pandemic. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, pandemic. Just stop throwing it. Pandemic. Um, and Congress. It's risk, pandemic, <laughs> not even the U.S. Congress, but like... U.N.? The House of Commons in, oh. in the British Parliament. <laughs> We're yelling how people are rats and bollocks and... Yes, yeah, okay. exactly. Um, so, anyway, th- third time's a charm. Pandemic. <laughs> pandemic. Um, you know what pandemic's like? Yeah, exactly. For anyone that's played the computer game that I've actually never played before, where apparently you are trying to kill the world... Um, yeah, I heard something about that. That is a but game I thought it was just a, a version um, of Pandemic that was just the same game. Oh no, they're completely unrelated to each other. Uh, Pandemic, the board game, is actually about saving the world. Uh, there is no competition in the game. It's a cooperative it's, game. It's cooperative, which I actually really like in gameplay. Uh, I'll get into the the game I'm actually currently addicted to, which is another cooperative game. But I prefer it when games are working together for an objective, uh, especially when teaching people serious board games. If you're looking to get a group of friends into board games, I would definitely recommend Pandemic. It's not that complicated. It's not. It looks complicated, but it's yeah. really not. Once you get the pieces on the board and just kind of figure it out, it, like the rules 
honestly are one of the most easy you know rule books I've ever seen. It has scalable difficulty. Exactly, scalable difficulty. You know, I think we won pretty handily. Yeah, we 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 were. I think it was late that night as well. We probably could have yeah. gone again and that time ranked up the ramped up the difficulty and see how good we were. Yeah, exactly. So it's one of those games um, that's a great gateway into board gaming. And if you know how to play board games. It's a lot easier to teach people that don't when you're working alongside of them as opposed to, I really want to win, but I don't want to discourage them. You know, so it's, I think it's great in that regard. And, and we've said it's cooperative. Do we say that it's cooperative where you are different members of a task force trying to stop um, yes. a, a worldwide pandemic that would kill everyone? Yeah, basically there are four different diseases, and your objective is to find the cures for those four diseases. And so Before they grow, meet, and eventually end all life on the planet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so you can have those four diseases spilling over in all the different countries, and once you reach a certain number of, you know, they're called outbreaks, you lose the game. There's a number of different actions, and each class gets to do those actions easier in, uh, you know, one of those I actions. was communication, not communications Were officer. you the dispatcher? I think I was the dispatcher. Because you were purple, right? Dave was yeah. the communications officer. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that, we, we can say that. We, we played... Pandemic after we recorded the episode, which I think is going to be titled Pod Lang Zine, oh, yeah, with yeah. you, myself, Dave, and, and John. And yeah. we had a good time doing it. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, and I, and I was uh, the scientist, I think it's called, the researcher, I can't remember which one it was. Something like that. Dave was the, was the communications, communications guy. John was... Um, I remember he was the brown one, which I can't remember. That's no one was one. Medic. Medic would have been if there was Medic, a yeah. Medic is, is often called the Jesus role in Pandemic, because literally at, at end game phase, you can just walk past the city and it's just magically healed. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like that game. Um, like I said, it's scalable difficulty. We're working was, together. Working together. Uh, what was there? there was one more thing. I was, oh, I was going to say, I actually have the now out of print first edition of the game. If you can get your hands on that as opposed to the new second edition, I'd recommend it just for aesthetic reasons. The first one, the the second edition has like a new age kind of like dramatic cover where everyone's like standing, like looking dramatically into like, a, you know, a I think by camera. new age you mean more action movie poster. That's what, I don't uh, know yes, why yes, new yes. age. Um, no, yeah, yeah, there's no crystals or anything on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to heal with Saving the money. world through crystals. Yeah, exactly. That'd be a fantastic version of the game, but I want to play that. Uh, you're the acupuncturist, the yeah, the herbal, the herbal healer. Um, yeah, so it's yeah, a very action film. The old one, I'd say, is more like an older disease movie where the cover is actually scientists that you would see in a research it's, lab. It's and, like the 1970s Andromeda Strain. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, it's more, you know, old B movie kind of look to it, which is you know what I prefer. So I'd recommend that if you can get a if you can get your hands on a copy of that. But yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, are there any other board games that we've played? You have Zombie Flux. We have not played it yet. I sure. really want to. We just couldn't. We haven't had time to get around to it. Yeah, yet. Zombie Flux. Uh, I mean, Flux being a game like Munchkin, yeah. where there's a bunch of different versions. There's Space Flux. There's Zombie Flux. Cookie there's Flux or something. Really? There's one with a cookie on the cover. I can't remember if that's actually just regular Flux, but there's okay. one with a cookie. Um, but basically, the idea is the rules are constantly in Flux. In flux yeah. You play get cards that change the rules to make the cards you have in your hand more likely to let you win, but exactly. other people are doing the same thing. I, I've seen people play it on, um, is it called Tabletop? Uh, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. His thing on uh, Geek and Sundry yeah. on, on YouTube. Um, and I had a lot of fun watching people play that. And they've played Pandemic. They've played, I think they played Space Flux, and it looked like a lot of fun. Yeah. 
So, I, yeah, I, I do want to play that. Sometime. Yeah, I've I played it once before. All, all the board games, I should say, that we've mentioned so far are ones that I, I do own. Yeah, I, I own I, chess. That's fun. I love good chess. Good for you. Um, I prefer the Japanese Go, but anyway. Um, Go's fine. That checkers is fine, but yeah, chess. Yeah, I'm awful at chess. But anyway. Um, Stratego. Yes. I own Risk. It probably has a lot of the pieces. <laughs> you wouldn't know if you were missing some anyway. I've had that um, thing for... 15 years. Oh, you have an old one. Okay. Well, I it's, no, it's not even old, but it's just kind of falling apart. We took it on Boy Scout camping trips. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. That, yeah. It would be falling apart then. I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anything else that at least I own that we've played. Um, the triangle game. Oh, yeah. Well, the squares is the original. Yeah, but the one you yeah. really like. Math, 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 geometry, math, triangle edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, math, math, geometry, math. I forgot all about that. Okay, so this is actually... Blockus, right? Blockus. We haven't played it in forever. I honestly, there's only been one time I have not won when we were playing, and that's specifically because John did everything he could to beat me, but it ended up in a tie between us anyway. I thought I beat you once. Did you? In one of the editions, I think. Maybe it was the triangle one. Maybe. But, yeah, because I, I looked at the triangle board, I'm like, this is weird. But, all right, basic premise is Tetris on the board for four people? Yeah, four-player competitive Tetris. Sort of, where you basically have a number of pieces, a number of blocks. Um, it's with a bit of Go mixed in. Yeah, uh, go look it up if you have no idea. It's an old Japanese sort of chess. But There's another name for it. Two I might know, but I think there's like a computer version that has a different name. But anyway, uh, black and white, yeah, couple. black and white little stones, yeah. uh, not reversey though. Keep that in mind. But anyway, uh, oh, I see. I thought they were kind of. Oh no, they're nothing the same. Oh, okay, uh, but anyway, so going back to Blockus, uh, basically, I would have a bunch of blue pieces in various shapes. Jordan would have red, you know, and a couple of people would have like green and uh, yellow. And it going around in order, we'd place these pieces, and eventually, well, the idea is ours can never, like my own, can never touch uh, square face to square face. They can only touch at diagonals. And they have to touch at diagonals. And so it's really just more of an interweaving of everyone's pieces. You know, you got cut off here, but you're able to break through Jordan's pieces here. And and the pieces are all different sizes. Yes. It might be three blocks, three squares up, one block to the left. It might be three... Yeah three across and then one in the middle jutting out, like a T almost, it might be a big L or a small L, or just one block or two blocks or three blocks, you know. Yeah, so, and the idea is to have the fewest remaining blocks, because each uh, piece is made out of a certain number of blocks, uh, one to five. And um, so whoever has the least number of, of blocks at the end wins. And you can actually get down to zero. And you can actually have a negative score, because if you place the, the one last, I think you get like a minus five, and that's how they do the scoring there. Yeah, so I f- completely forgot about that game. It's I loved it, but yeah, I actually kind of want to break it out again. I enjoy but, that. <laughs> but there's actually several different editions. There's a two-player edition that's like a if travel. If we were at your house, we could play it, but this is the first episode we've recorded at my house. I was about to say, yeah, I haven't been here in a long time. But um, oh, and then there's and then there's the triangle edition, because we always called it math, math. Math, math, geometry, math, math triangle, triangle edition. <laughs> which completely threw me for a loop, and there's it's just weird. But I think that's the one I beat you on. Probably. Because you hadn't really played it before. Exactly. So, yeah, I have those three versions. And I'm a math, math, geometry, math wizard. Yes, you are. But what was oh if you're looking for it go to a Barnes and Noble because they're Target I've seen it Target a lot. Target too you know it's it's starting to become a more popular board game so that's actually a lot of fun um, it's more of a traditional board game too you know like a, a Tetris or not, not like a Tetris 
like a Monopoly kind of thing, you know, thing. So one board game. Um, you haven't played. I want you to play. Um, oh, the Arkham one. No, well, that's true too. There is, uh, you know, if you think Pandemic's too easy for whatever reason, you can play Arkham Asylum. Um, not not Asylum. Arkham, uh, Arkham, Arkham Horror. Arkham Horror. Ar- Arkham Horror. Um, Asylum is the Batman game. Which um, is also fun. Yeah, you know, it's a great game. You should play it that too. But no, Arkham Horror is another love, uh, Lovecraft-based game where basically you and... I forget how many people can play, but uh, several other people take different roles and you have to pretty much stop a Lovecraftian deity from escaping to wreak havoc on the world. Um, and if he does escape, there's, you know, certain conditions you have to meet in order to defeat him. But this is one of the most intense board games that is actually out there. Um, it takes, on average, about three to four hours to play. Yes. Yeah. Not totally against that, but it does it's, make it's, my bladder hurt. <laughs> I was about to say, it's, it's a time trip. You Like, you seriously have to be, yeah. Like, you have to pick, you have to start during an afternoon. You can't just, you know show up at someone's house at 9 o'clock at night and be like, let's play Arkham Horror. Like, you really have to plan ahead for it. Also, if they don't know you, that's going to be weird. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I just walk up to, you know, some random person. Would you like to play a board game, mister? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so weird. Um, Especially if you're wearing one of those uh, propeller caps. Those, those beanie things? Yeah, it's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Um, especially with that board game of all the things, like and your beard, <laughs> and the fact that you're like six two. <laughs> oh, that's a terrifying image. But anyway, yeah, um, and I'm the one who's got ninety percent of it in front of me already. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess technically I everything guess. except for the beanie cap. Yeah, well, and the board game. Oh well, well. Yeah, the entire point of the conversation. But it, we died. So not not actually Arkham Horror. What's it called? Uh, Lord of the Rings: The Living Card Game. I don't really do card games. I played uh, trading card games, I should say. Yeah. And I don't know exactly what a living card game is. I'm sure you'll tell me in a second here. Exactly. I, I, I have played Magic a couple of times, Magic the Gathering. Yes. It wasn't horrible. I didn't really interest me. Yeah. All right, I mean, so you, went th- you and Dave went through a Magic phase for a while, and a couple of our friends who Well, I'd say Dave went through a phase. I'd say I, you know, I've been playing for years. So, oh, okay. yeah, it's a little bit, yeah, a little um, bit more than phase. The card, the collectible card games, it's, it's just, all right, so it's I a should money explain. sink. I, yeah, I should explain. Um, it's not a collectible card game. The living uh, card game thing? Yes. Whatever that means. Uh, so, basically, uh, in Magic, I'm sure, if, if you're listening to a podcast, you at least have heard of Magic and seen people play. You know, you buy booster packs, some cards are worth more than others, um, you know, you buy them, you can buy the individual cards online. If you want to be serious about playing the game, you have to sink, you know, $200 in deck, that in a month or two is going to be completely obsolete. And that infuriated me. Living card game model, made by the same people that make Game of Thrones and Arkham Horror, Fantasy Flight Game, they created the system, well, I should say Lord of the Rings is like Pandemic in that it is cooperative. So you and I set out on a quest together. Um, we Every month, two months, there's a adventure pack. You buy it for $15. has all the cards that you know would be available, and there's a quest in there. So like um, last night, Russ and I just played a quick game where we actually, uh, it's part of the set where you go into the Mons of Moria. And the quest we did last night was you actually fight the octopus. Um, and so he and I had to work together to deal with the octopus and get through the door and all sorts of stuff like that. So it's cooperative. I'm absolutely in love with this game because you can play it on your own. You don't have to, you can just buy the core set and, you know, get a lot of enjoyment out of that. And then just slowly add on. Um, I kind of went overboard and bought near everything uh, just because of how much I love this game. But 
Um, yeah, honestly, it's a lot of fun, and it's just the cooperative aspect of it. So it's more like a card-based D&D, exactly. where the, the, buying an, an expansion is more like buying a new... A new Character story. creation, but yeah, or exactly. a new story than, and I know very little about D&D, so. Yeah, um, or that, it's it's basically more like that, yeah. Where instead of, hey, here's 400 new cards that. Exactly. Cost a And lot. yeah, and so you, yeah, which of us builds a better deck? No, you, like, I want you to build a good deck because it helps me win this, you know, this story. So, and they actually released uh, all of The Hobbit, so you can play through all The Hobbit, like you fight Smog and everything like that, so. It's. If you like Lord of the Rings, I'd say give it a shot. If you don't like Lord of the Rings, you can completely ignore that part of it. Uh, there's a little bit, you know, of... There's always going to be flavor in whatever A lot of singing. Uh, what? A lot of singing. A lot of singing. A lot of little little people running all over the place. Um, That's mostly just a year out, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so I'd really recommend it. I've gotten our friend Russ kind of into it right now. Um, I have noticed that I'm the person that gets people into things, uh, at least board game-wise. But um, that's a responsibility I'm willing to do. Um, <laughs> it's your blessing. It's your curse. You're Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm Spider-Man. I think that's the only other board game I wanted to uh, really endorse. And people go play this game, find it, buy it. Please. I want it to live forever. Well, but let's talk, uh, I'll, I'll take the reins for a minute here. Yeah, go for it. My iPhone, which is recording at the moment, yes. is sitting on top of Buzzword. Okay. Which is a game I play with my family. It's fun. Um, it's a game about, like, idioms. Okay. Where it'll give you a theme... And then it's sort of like in a categories type deal. It gives you the theme. It'll give you a paraphrase of that theme, or a paraphrase of the answer, which might be a stitch in time saves nine. Yeah. Is what the answer is. So there'll be a clue. It could be a paraphrase. It could be just a clue about that. And going by the theme and the clue, you have to guess. Okay. Ten things, whatever. But it's, it'll be like two teams going against each other. Okay. Okay. Quite a lot of fun, actually. Um, I also love categories. That's a game I play with my family quite a bit. Um, yeah. scra- a Scrabble, you know, I mean, there's, there's you something mean with friends. No, I've never played Wars of Friends. <laughs> well, because you do know they made a board game out of that, right? I think, yeah, but it's it's like licensed by Scrabble or whatever. Or, Is it? Oh, I didn't know yeah. about that part of it. There was a whole lawsuit thing. Yeah, it's of course. I, I don't like to discount the classics. There's a lot of great classic That's board true. games that, you know, we grew up playing like Sorry and Trouble and Parcheesi and yeah, Chinese checkers, you know, uh, you know, and chess and checkers. And yeah, yeah. Some of those games are really. I mean, chess is the most balanced game there is, possibly. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. It's it's you know it's the game of kings. It's you know it's mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of good. I mean, even um, I mean we've all played War at some point, and even though oh. that's mind numbing, <laughs> it's literally. I mean, the thing people don't. Granted, most of the times I'm having this conversation it's with a child. Being like, <laughs> literally, if you split the deck and you hand me half, and you hold the other half, the winner is already chosen. Yeah. Nothing I can do, and nothing you can do, can change who will win this game the moment the cards are in our hands from the beginning. Yep. As opposed to, um, there's a game called, and I've seen it go by different, a lot of different names. I've seen it go by Egyptian War. Um, Egyptian Rat Screw. Okay, I was about to say, is this Egyptian Rat Screw? Okay, and, and there's also, I saw a licensed version that was um, sandwiches or something like that. Sandwiches? Where it would be different ingredients. So it might be the lettuce cards and the uh, baking cards. Okay. And it worked the same right. way. That game is like war where they add in the, an element of violence. And through violence, you can influence the winner of the game. That's a lot of fun, and yeah. don't play with rings, because somebody will lose a finger. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, yes. 
Um, so check that. I, I forget what the sandwich one is called. It might be called like fillings or something like that. Or well, uh, let me let me ask you this. Uh, not to digress. But no, you said you play buzzword with your family. Do you find that that's who you play board game? Do you do you play board games with your family a lot? Occasionally, I have three siblings, three sisters, so okay. we'll occasionally play, or, or like I'll play Scrabble with my mom sometimes, and one or two of my sisters or something. Um, it's usually if I do play, it's usually when like, hey, my sister has some friends over. And I'm just hanging around because I didn't have anything that day, or I didn't have school, I didn't have work, okay. or whatever. And so I would just happen to be there, and I get along with some of her friends quite well, you know, the, of, of my various sisters, not just the one sister. Yeah. Um. So usually, like, hey, there's already eight people over, and they're playing this game. They need one more, or so if they have seven people, they need one yeah. more. Or I'm, I'm I'm good at categories and buzzword, and we have yeah. another one called Logo, which my mom got for Christmas. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, I've at least seen an app like game. Um, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good at that kind of thing. So. You know, people want me on their team, I guess, when yeah, it comes yeah, yeah. to tri- trivia. Well, yeah, there was actually a game, uh, I was at a, uh, uh, kind of like a retreat uh, for for leaders of this uh, group I'm in, but... Um, <laughs> it's a church it's group, a church because group. otherwise it makes it sound like you're in the Ku Klux Klan, <laughs> so yeah. it, let's be specific. We, we were at a it is a non-racist-based yes, church there group. is as far from let's racism as we can. very clear. Uh, and we were actually... Uh, playing, I think it was like Trivial Pursuit or something like that, and it was a lot of us. There was like probably 12 or or 13 of us, and there were teams, and uh, this this one girl was just getting everything wrong, and so it got to the point where I wasn't playing, but I started like telling her the answers, and eventually I just started, you know, playing for her instead. So yeah, I, I definitely understand what, what that's like in uh, taking over for people. But, Playing uh, Trivial Pursuit with stupid people is not a fun experience for me. Or it it, it depends if they're on your team. Average people or Blue Disc. Playing Blue Disc with people that are not on your team is really infuriating. Average people playing with average people that I I would consider myself smarter than in terms of knowing random useless trivia. Yeah. yeah. So not exactly like the biggest praise ever. Fine. Playing with people who just don't know anything, frustrating. <laughs> there's yeah. no there's no pride to be taken in, you know, stealing candy from a baby, basically. Yes. Yeah. It's just as infuriating with, with Blue Disc, which is uh catchphrase, uh, for those of you who yes. Um I just and that actually gets to my board game roots. I didn't play many board games uh with my family growing up. We played some blockers, my dad, you know, taught me the basics of chess and whatnot, but we didn't do that too much. I didn't play board games until I lived in Seattle, at which point was, you know, when I really started to play board games. And we actually played catchphrase quite a bit, too. Uh, which, for those of you who don't know, it's pretty much just like Taboo without all the annoying parts. I don't know if you've ever played Taboo. I have, but I can't remember any details of it. Where basically you have the thing with the card that you hit flip up, and then you have the buzzer in case someone It's got elements in. of password and... Yeah, basically, yeah. You, you're you're given a blue disc. It's like hot potato, and that you had to make the people guess the word on the disc uh, without saying the word, and then you had to hand it off before the boss goes off. It's really simple, but you play in teams, and when you have a stupid team, it's completely <laughs> infuriating. And then there's just times where someone you just say like half a sentence, and someone guesses the word. You're like, I didn't know how you get that. Like I just came out of nowhere. Yeah, so that's also roars and the elephant, elephant. Yeah, yes. exactly. Sure, why not? Um, and it was elephant shrew. <laughs> I don't think you can even spell either of those words. <laughs> so that's that's a great game, uh, but yeah. So I think that's that's all I got. So I think we're board gamed out. Then uh, have a good week, everybody. Yeah. Later. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at jordan at legionofdudes.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N at legionofdudes.com. Or follow me on Twitter at jordanfrmjersey. Thank you.